All right, just to finish up, we're on Daft Tzadi Amid Aleph, we're on to the Mishnah. The Mishnah says like this, is a Machlekes Tanoim, just started, Machlekes Tanoim as to what warrants divorce. So Beishamai Yomrim, it's a very famous shame, Shita Beishamai, Le'yigarish Adam is Ishtai, a person is only allowed to divorce his wife, El Imkin Matzabadevas Davar Erva, unless she did something that would require make her an Erva, meaning she committed adultery. Outside of that, you're not allowed to just divorce her halachically because... You know, because uh, you're unhappy, that that's that's not enough. Now, it doesn't mean. Okay, the Gemara is going to point out. I mean, if you did, it, it, it Pashas still works. Like we don't require you to remarry her, but it's not allowed. I mean, that, that's not what divorce is for. Divorce is meant. The Gemara analyzes base Hillel Shita. Beis Hillel, so let's get to Beis Hillel in a second. I'm just extrapolating what Beis Hamah would say. Shenemar, what's the source? Ki ervas davar. The Pesach describes divorces. You found an ervas davar, an erva. You found that she had done something promiscuous. Beis Hillel disagrees. They say, no, afilu hukticha tafshilay. Beis Hillel shita is, as long as she did something wrong to you, even if it's not erva, she's burning your food. That's enough. Now, Beis Hillel Still, as we're going to see, disagrees with Rivikiva. Rivikiva is going to say that you could just, if you found someone more attractive, you can marry. Rivikiva is like, I don't care. Any reason. Basil says, no, there still has to be a legitimate reason, but it doesn't have to be that she's an erva. As long as there's a legitimate reason that there's sinna there, that's fine. Now, the Gemara is going to ask, according to Basilel, let's say you divorced her not because of sinna, just because you don't, whatever, you, whatever, stop, you know, you're not interested anymore. So the Gemara says, but yeah, but the get works. I would assume Beishamai would say the same thing, but I could be completely wrong. Let's see the Mishnah, Shnemar, Kimatza, Ba, Ervas, Dover. Dover, according to Basil, they look at his erva as one option, or Dover. Dover means any reason, any reason that uh, she did something wrong to you in any way, that's enough to divorce. Rebbe Kiva takes it a step further. Afilu Even if you found another woman more attractive, meaning you just have, you don't have to have a reason. As long as she's not matzachin, that that's it. So it's beishamai beisil and then Rebbe Kiva. So Tanya, Amr beisil beishamai beisil said to beishamai. Again, their source that it doesn't have to be an erva is the word dover. Dover implies any matter, any matter that she's upsetting you or any matter that you're not getting along, she's burning your food, whatever it is, that's enough. So Vesel says to Beshama, it says dover. But it also says ervas, which implies it has to be an erva. So Amalem Beshil, Beshil responds, Beshil says the reason why you need both is as follows. Again, according to Basil, erva is one option or dover is another option. You could divorce her because you found an erva with her, or you divorce her because you found a, another issue with her. Dover, another issue. They explain why do you need both. Im nemer erva v'le nemer davar. If it just said erva, ha'yisi oimer. Mishum erva teitz and mishum davar le I would say that you could only divorce her because you found an erva, like Beishamai. Lakach nemer davar. Therefore, it says davar to disagree with Beishamai, that it doesn't have to be an arayis issue. It could be stam. She's burning your food. You're fighting with each other every day. That's davar. According to Beis Hillel, why do you have to say erva at all? Just say davar, and then I'll of course figure out if you could divorce her because you're not getting along. You could divorce her because she committed adultery or for whatever reason. Beis Hillel says, if it just said davar and not erva, I would think the following thing. I would think you could divorce her for a davar or for an erva, but if you divorce her for a dover, she's allowed to remarry. If you divorce her for an erva, maybe she's never allowed to remarry. Meaning, you need the parsha to say erva and dover to tell you the halachas are the same. And that is that after she's divorced, she can do whatever she wants. 
she can marry someone else, and we don't have to stop her. If it just said Dover, not Erva, I would think that, of course, you could divorce her if she committed adultery, but maybe she's never allowed to remarry anybody else. Maybe Chazal should punish her that she's never allowed to marry someone else. Kamashwala, no. Erva and Dover are both the same, and that is once you're divorced, she could do whatever she wants. Buyers, keepers, they, 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 they could do whatever you want. You want to take her? The Gemara is going to say in Ahmed Bey's, it's probably a bad idea to marry a woman who committed adultery. First of all, you know, once a cheater, always oh, she's going to commit adultery on you too. But, but also, it's why would you bring someone into your life like that? But but you could. Okay. Beishamai, hi Dover, my Evidly. What does Beishamai do with Dover? Because Beishamai, the main point is you could only divorce her if there's an erva. So what do you need Dover for? Dover implies any matter. The answer is, Nemar Khan Dover. It says the word Dover over here. Venemar Lalon Dover. And it says Dover later on. Apishnai Edim, Bishlish Edim, Yakum Dover. It says the word Dover regarding being made on people that didn't have era. To tell you, Malalon Bishnai Edim, Afkan Bishnai Edim. To tell you that Beshameshita is, you could only divorce her when you find an error. What does it mean to find an Arias with her? It means there's Edim that she committed adultery. That's why. Meaning, there's nowadays where there's no death penalty, there's two Edom who say that she committed adultery, then you have to divorce her. Then you're allowed to divorce her. But if, let's say, you just think she's acting inappropriately, Bishama would tell you that's not enough. It has to be Dover. It has to be where it's a matter of fact that she did in, she did in Isser. That's it. Basilo. What does Basilo do with the word? Uh, Basilo, what's their response? Miksiv erva bidavar. It doesn't say erva bidavar. It's not that she did an erva with a statement, meaning that she did an avera with the statement of two edim. It doesn't say erva bidavar. According to Beishamai, the word erva is what's the focus, that she did an arayas. And how do you know? It's because of davar, because two edim. Beishil says then it should say erva bidavar, that she did an erva, and the proof is with the words of the edim. It doesn't say that. Beishamai, Miksib, and th- therefore they say no, Ervas Dover are two different points. Beishamai disagrees with Beisel because they say, Miksib, Oi Erva, Oi Dover. It should say, Oh, it should say, Or. Because according to Beisel, you could divorce her either because she did something inappropriate or because you don't like her or because she's burning your things, whatever. So it's Erva, Oi Dover. It should say, Oh, it should say, Or. And that's why Beishamai's response. And Beisel says, Lahaki because of Ervas Dover, the Mashmahaki, Mashmahaki. Basil says that's why it's perfect. It says ervas dover, which implies like us, and it applies like you. Meaning, it implies that if there's an arayis with two edim, you definitely could divorce her. You definitely should divorce her. And if it's dover, you also could divorce it. They picked it picked a, 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 an ambiguous lashon because it covers everything. Okay. Now, the Gemara just asks, what's Rav Akiva's shita? Rav Akiva says that you could divorce her even if you didn't find any erva, you didn't find any real dover either. Right? It's just stam loy matzachein be'enav. So what's the machleik is Beishamai Beisil about? Beishamai and Rav Akiva. So the Gemara says, What's the machleik is about? The answer is, The machleik is with the wording of Reish Lakish. The sheet of Reish Lakish. Let me, let me quote you the Pasuk, and I'll explain to you what, what, how, how to read it, and it'll become very easy. The, the Pasuk says as follows, Right, you marry a woman. Vahaya imlosim tzachein be'enav. You don't find desire, she doesn't find desire by you. And then you divorce her. How do you translate the word key? That's the Shiloh. How do you translate the word key? I'll read it to you two different ways. You marry a woman. And she doesn't find favor in your eyes. Key because she did an erva. That's Beishamai. Meaning, why doesn't she find favor in your eyes? Because she's an erva. That's when you divorce her. Key is because. 
That's how Beishamai and even Beisil also, they just read that key because Ervas Dover, because she did an Erva or she did a Dover, she upset you in another way. Rabbi Kiva doesn't learn, read Ki as because, but rather if. He reads like this, Ki you marry a woman, and you don't like her anymore, Ki or if she did an Erva, it's, it's an or if. So you don't find, she doesn't find any of your eyes, that's enough. Or if she didn't ever. It's not because. Because makes it one point. Rav Akiva separates it. He translates key as if. So once it's if, it's two different points. It's this, if that. So it's two different points. That's how Rav Akiva reads the Pasuk. So the Gemara speaks it out. They argue with the Rishlakish. The word key has four different meanings in Tanakh. E, if, Dilma, perhaps, Ella, but, Daha, because. So how you translate the word key in this thing, that's the Machlekes Beishamah and Rebbe Kiva. Beishamah translate key in this case as because, Rebbe Kiva translate as if. The Gemara speaks it up. This is how Beishamah finds the, reads the Pasuk. She did not find favor in your eyes. She doesn't find favor in your eyes because she did an erva. I mean, the only time you could divorce her is because she did arise. Beis Hillel, by the way, agrees with that, Rashi points out. He, they agree with how you read the Pasuk. They just translate Erva's Dover as two different points. Erva is Erva, Dover is any other thing that she upset you, but it's still because. Rav Akiva says, Ki davar, she doesn't find favor in your eyes. Inami davar, meaning, that's enough. You don't find favor, divorce her. Ki davar, or inami if she, or it's another reason, it's an option, or uh, if she finds uh, an Erva. And there's another ground for divorce, but it's not one statement. Okay. Let's say according to Beis Hillel, right? According to Beis Hillel, you can only divorce her if she did something that really is, uh, is uh, uh, contentious. Yeah? Well, let's say you divorce her, and the rap, the Rabban of the, the Bezdin asks, what's your reason for divorce? And you're like, found someone more attractive. That's Rabbi Kiva's reasoning. Beis Hillel would say that it's not appropriate. That's not a reason to get divorced. But you did. You did it. You got a sofa to sign you got a sofa to write, you got two Aiden to sign. You gave it to her. The question is, do we penalize you that you have to remarry her? That's the Shiloh. So the Gemara says, Do we force the husband to remarry her? Because again, you gave a get in an inappropriate setting. So Amr Lay, he says like this, I'll prove it to you. What's the halacha if you rape a woman? The halacha is if you rape a woman and she chooses to marry you, you have to marry her. And if you divorce her, you have to take her back. The fact that the Torah says, Dafka, in that oifen, in that situation, you have to take her back, implies that's the only time that you have to take her back. In this case, if you divorce her, even though it's an inappropriate get, you did an Avera, but you don't have to take her back. The implication is that it's Dafka in that situation. That's like a Chiddush that the Torah says, that that relationship, even if you divorce her, you have to take her back. The implication is Dafka by rape and not anywhere else. Okay. This is another halacha. Let's say you have an intention. This is true, by the way, not just by divorce. Divorce is even more is more magnified. But in life, I remember my father told me this many, many years ago. We were in Eretz Yisrael. This halacha, it's brought down to Shulchan Aruch, that if you go to a store, he's here. If you go to a store, um, if you go to like a store and you have no intention of buying something, you're not allowed to ask the guy, can, 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 you, can you show it to me? So I Because there was one time we were in like a store and there was a crazy expensive thing and my father wanted to see it because he was just interested. And he said, I'm not buying it. And there's no chance I'm going to buy it. Like, don't think I'm... I just 
if you don't mind, can I see it? That you're not allowed to, because you, you, it's Geneva's Das, you, you're playing with the guy. This is a more extreme version of that, is if you have already decided in your mind you're going to divorce her, you're not allowed to just let her stay by you and cook and clean and be a wife. You have to, once, this is not like I'm deliberating, I'm out. I'm completely done. I'm just going to wait because I'm taking advantage. Hey, you're not allowed to do. The Gemara says, he has If a husband has completely resolved to the fact that he's going to divorce her, but he's still staying with her and she's still cooking and cleaning and acting like a wife, Mahu, what's the what's the punishment for that? Meaning, it's definitely an Avera, but what's the punishment? So, Karyaleha, the punishment is the following Pasuk. Do not think evil towards your friends. And he's sitting there peacefully. Meaning, this is an Avera because it's Gnevis Das. This bro, this person thinks that everything's fine, and you know everything is not fine. And therefore, it's you know, it's like a, it's the famous. I think it's a, I, I've heard Shlomo Kavach say, it, but it's an older version. It's like It doesn't mean you can't hate him, but it can't be Bilvavecha. You have to talk to him. And if you talk to him, usually that that airs things out, but to, to pretend that everyone's good, you can't do that. So that's a, a similar idea. Okay, a very strange Gemara, just to end it off, the Gemara describes how different people act different ways. Now, that doesn't mean that they're all legitimate, because as you're going to see, um, two options are, as the Rambam says, extremes are never good. You're supposed to go in the middle. This is an example of this. There are three extreme ways of how husbands would treat their wives. Now, you're going to see right and left, bad. Middle, good. The Gemara says, Tanya, The same way people act with food, that's also how they act with their wives. What, what do I mean? I'll give an example. This is an extreme example. Extreme in a um, conservative way, but in a bad way. There's a person, if a fly falls into his cup, what do you do? So one person spills out the entire cup. Now that's an extremely, uh, like, that's more of a crazy thing to do. Just get rid of the fly. You throw out the whole cup. You throw out the whole dish. Again, to us, I mean, so, we, we would do that. But back then, that was considered an extreme thing. You throw out the entire cup. Being a very like strict way of doing it. Now, how does that manifest by if it was wife? This was the way of Papas Ben Yehuda. He would lock his wife in the house when he would leave the house. It, it's co- co- like complete, just like Taliban level extremism. Very inappropriate. That's yeah. Obviously, he's he was worried. He was very religious. He was very worried that she was going to act inappropriately. But to lock her in the house is it's obviously in- incredibly uh, wrong. Now Yeshel Chadam. Now there's the middle extreme, which is the proper approach, which is a fly falls into your cup. Now don't eat the fly, right? You got to deal with the bad, meaning it doesn't mean don't ignore it. But what do you do? Zarka you get rid of the fly and eat the rest, meaning regular. How does that manifest with the wife? So you meet this kol adam. You let your friend, you let your wife. That's whatever. That that it's good if she is talking with her family members and talking with her female friends. That's like a zvuv, where you get rid of the zvuv, meaning you don't let her hang out with men, That's, that would be inappropriate, but you don't have to you throw out the whole dish. Healthy balance. And that is, she has a relationship with people she's supposed to have a relationship with. But yesh but there's an opposite extreme, which is also very negative. The fly falls into the platter of food. And you eat the f- food with the fly. Now what's that? That's Zuhimidis Adam Ra. That's a terrible way. And that is Sharayas is Shayyitsa Varaisha You see a woman who goes with her hair uncovered. 
and she's spinning threads in the marketplace with uh, exposed arms, which is considered inappropriate. This is the act of inappropriate at the time. Go to the next page. And it's interesting. It's, uh, people now, not from people, but they have with it, the, 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 the Goyim would wear dresses that it was cut on the side, so you could see their, the sides of their body. And you see your wife walking like that. And she's, she's bathing with men. And you're just like, ah, I'm fine. That's eating the fly. That, that's obviously inappropriate. Now the Gemara says, Rice is pretty odd. So she's bathing with men who no one's, no one's cool with that. No, she goes to the beach. And there are men there. It's not that she's bathing with men, but she's bathing and there's men around. Meaning she's going to a beach. You see your wife go to a mixed beach and she's not dressed appropriately and she's going out and you're just like, all eh, right. Well, no, that, that's also not good. You don't have to be Papa Spenihuda, but you can't be this either. Okay. In such a situation where she's acting inappropriate, that's where there's a mitzvah to divorce, get, to, to get rid of the fly, so to speak. So you send her out. Now the Pasuk then says, that if you find an Ervas Dover, let's go like Beshamai, you find that she's doing something inappropriate, you divorce her, then the Pasuk says she marries someone else. Now the Pasuk shot of the Pasuk is that she's allowed to marry another person. But says the Gemara, it describes him as another man, but Acher is always a, is also a lotion of inferior. That the second husband is inferior to the first. Why? That the second husband is not equal in quality to the second to the first. Why? The first husband, she committed adultery. See, he gets rid of her because he's a tzaddik. He doesn't want to deal with this. And the second husband is happy to take her in. That's that's an inferior quality. Now, let's say, so the second husband marries her after she committed adultery. If he's good, he'll kick her out also. The Pasuk says the last one, the second one, will despise her and send her out. But if he doesn't divorce her and he stays with her, she's eventually going to bury him. It's a big kitrick on the guy for taking such a woman in, and therefore it leads to his death. Now the Pasuk it's a pasuk in Malachi. The pasuk says, "Kisane shalach." Those that are despised are sent away. Now, what does this mean? This tupshatim. Rav Yuda Oimer. Rav Yuda says, "Im senesa shalach." If you don't like her, send her away. And the uh, Rashi explains that this is referring to the sheet of Rav Akiva, meaning "Im senesa shalach." If you don't like her, divorce her. That's like Rav Akiva. You don't. She doesn't have to do an erva. Doesn't have to be that she's contentious. Just um, there's no love anymore. You could divorce her. He's saying like Rav Akiva. Rav Yechonah Amar says, "No." You, the one who sends her away is, is hated by God, meaning you only do it if it's uh, uh, like Beis Hillel, that uh, if, you don't, if you just divorce Estam, that, that's, that's, that's really, really negative. So you have Rav Yehuda and Rav Yechanan are saying like Rav Akiva and Beis Hillel. And the Gemara says, the truth is, there's no machlekas. The Zivig Rishin, the first wife, that's the one, you know, sent to you by Hashem, Arboim Yom Koydim Avlad, that you only divorce if there's real contention like Beis Hillel. The second one, the second marriage, okay, the second marriage anyway, you, you know, it, it's not like it's, it's not like they have, they had their whole lives hopes invested in this marriage. That you could follow Rav Akiva and divorce if there's no love. Dama Rav as the Rav says, describing that divorcing a first wife is very, very uh, devastating. Whoever divorces his first wife, the Mizbeach sheds tears for his for his uh, his pain. Shenemar, as the pasuk says, the pasuk in Malachi, 
the two psukim before the pasuk we had before v'zois sheinis tasu, and this you should do k'sois dima es mizbech Hashem, you cause the mizbech to be covered with tears bechiv anaka weeping and 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 and, and krechzing me'ain oyid penois al mincha that no longer turns to the mincha lekachas rotsim yadchem or to get rotsim from your hands v'amartem man you ask why al ki heid Hashem heid beincha bein eishes nurecha because Hashem witnessed between you and the wife of your youth the first wife asher ata begadiba that you betrayed her, but she is your companion and your wife of your covenant, and you divorced her. Good job, guys. And on to the next one tomorrow. And the end of Nashim, right? Say the Nashim. It's the last of Say the Nashim.